Yes. Yes. When's the real one? Oh, that's right. Tom Gedalia. So it's still a Yom Tov, and all the days in between are Cholamoyed. Mazel Tov, yes, we love you, we love you. Mazel Tov, Nachon. Good to give him Okay, a few things. However, one, uh, we want to learn before Shlema of Sophie, Sophie Goldberg, Jack and Meira's daughter. I was in a car accident today, and yeah, she... She's okay, she, she, she broke her ankle and she injured herself a few other places, but she's in the hospital. It's a crazy story, Meira, Meira went up north to some, uh, like, uh, a, a vacation for, like, widows for a few days to Zichron. She just got there, and she's just on, she's on her way back now, so. But whatever, it's, she's a Kala also, so we gotta, like, daven everything she goes smooth for. I don't remember her full, does anyone know her full name? Sophia. Sophia Chana Batzil Meira. Okay, so that should be for her to finish. Thank you, Hashem. Also, um, everyone, I want you to give a big shalom aleichem and welcome to my brother Pesach Ben Zion. Pesach, who just moved in, who moved into Efrat. Baruch Hashem. Yep, a big. A big one for you. Right there. Everyone up. Yeah, Brennan style. We're there. And, uh, and to here? Oh, and Kevin's on his way. Okay. Got a big, a big, a big Shalom Aleichem to Philly K. Ross when he comes in, to Kevin Ross who just moved in. He's right, in, he's next door to you, Simcha parents? By the way, what's the latest numbers on this? For Slichas? So I want to make sure everyone knows about Slichas. From what's a Shabbos, yeah. Well, for first slichas, is this Motzei Shabbos? Yeah, so everyone, yeah. So after the, after the concert, we're going to be doing slichas. Uh, the, yeah, the concert with slichas, so I want to make sure everyone comes to slichas. We'll be, we'll be doing it outside of Rot Yehuda. All right, Motzei Shabbos. Okay. Okay, now it's, uh, now it's like, we're going straight in, Okay. It was it was nice for a few weeks to just like kind of like get cute, but uh, now we're all looking at each other. Not just that's why we changed around the seating for today because we have to go back more or less to the way that it was. And I I'm, I hold from it the gamre at a big long shmuz with Yeshua Baron today who sends so much love. He just he's working galus hours now, so he's home. But we have to be able to to look at each other as much as possible while we're learning this very very intimate and personal. David Amelech Tshuva stuff. This is not Pashat at all. We've done two Kapitloch Tehillim, two, two chapters of Tehillim. And we always say we're learning about David Amelech while we're looking at where David Amelech was born. It's surreal. And it's beautiful and it's precious and it never ever gets old. And I want to do this as much as, as long as we can before Oded builds the towers here and I may not, may not be able to see uh, <laughs> Beit Lechem. But for now, I just saw the plans today, like literally in front of my eyes. It's it's quite interesting. Um, but we're going to do, we're going to see another Perak Tehillim, and, but this one's going to be Chavra. Like, it's going to force each of us to be as vulnerable as possible. And we're going to see something very, very beautiful. Before we, before we daven, we're going to daven the Perak Tehillim. We're going to look at a piece of Gemara to understand this Perak Tehillim really well. And bring out, bring out the Amkus, Amkus and Nefesh, hopefully. You could pass there's two pages. There's one, this is the capital, this is the Perak Tehillim, and then there's another page. 
Thomas. All right. Okay, okay. One second. One second. Chavra, put it up. Big time. Philly. Baruch Hashem. Thank you. Kevin. Come. Kevin just made a laugh from Philly. Wow. <laughs> Remember? He was here for you. Yeah. Hey. Hearns. Check Hearns. We good? <laughs> All right, do we have enough, Clever? I have a couple extras. Okay. The second second page. Pass those back. Did it go around the second page? Did the other page with the Gemara go around? No, we have I have a Gemara and a table. Oh, you have a Gemara? I can share. All right. Okay. All right, Chaverim, let's Mamish be here now. Alpert style. Let's all be here. Um, huh? Ben Epstein, living in the presence. Be here now. I just want to say, Keras, I have such a simcha that you're here. And Mamish, like, I have such a simcha that you're here, and you're you're a huge inspiration to all of us. You came here last summer. It was boom into the heart. And you f- you just ripped through Gullis and you came home and it's a very very it's a huge thing, Achi. And uh, this is this is mishpacha. I know you know that, but I'm so happy you're here. All of us are. Okay. All right, shakoyach, mame shakoyach, very good. All right, Chavra, you know that there's a the last siman of the Haggadah is called. Let's see who remembers. What's the last siman? Nirza. Nirza means. This is very important, Chavar. This Nirza means wanted. More than... Uh, Reb Shlomo has a tire about how do you know if your tshuva was wanted or not, if you go into the sukkah and you feel the hug when you go into the sukkah. Sometimes that's messed up my first night of sukkahs big time because <laughs> I've walked into the sukkah, I'm like, I don't know, isn't, you know <laughs> was it wanted? And I don't understand, what to, I don't know what to do with that so much, but I, I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Right now, what I want to do right now is to tune in to being vulnerable. I want to know that I am forgiven. I want to know that my truth is working. Sorry. I'm not just cool with the, uh, I believe that it's working. I want to feel it. I want to know my truth is miskado. I want to know it. And you might say that's a low level. We're going to see tonight by David Malka Meshicha. That's not a low level. As you see in the top of the page, Ase imi os letova. Ase imi ot letova. 
That's the, that's the Perek Tehillim that we're going to be learning. Dovin HaMelech wanted to know. He wanted to know, Ibn do you forgive me? I, I did everything that's said in the book. I did, you could test me on Rambam, you could test me on Rabbeinu Yonah, you could test me on, on uh, Igeres HaTshuva, Ripsad Yagon, you could test me on everyone that had anything ever to say on Tshuva. I did it all. But my Shaila is, Ibn I is it okay to have the chutzpah to say, I want to, you to give me a sign that I was forgiven. I want you to give me a sign that I did it right and that I'm plugged in and that I'm inside it. That seems like holy chutzpah, especially if you're talking about a very grave sin, a grave avera. You want to know that you're forgiven? Shut up and do tshuva, and maybe one day you'll be privileged to know if you're forgiven or not. Is it about knowing that you were forgiven? No. There's no Indian in tshuva that says you can only move on in life once you get a simon that, that it was miskavel. There's no, there's no simon like that, right? With other things in life, we don't know. First, I have to know that I did it right, I was forgiven, it was agreed upon. But after that, mapitom, zeloza. No one says that. But in each of us, in each of us, sometimes we try to ignore it or bury that feeling because we think it's shallow. We want to know that it's working. We want to know that we're, some, we're somewhat doing the right thing. I mean, it's already what? Tonight's chaf, tonight's right? Tonight's chaf elu? Yeah, tonight's chaf. It's already chaf elu. I mean, it's ten, 10 days before Yom Adin. We, we want to know by now, did we do anything? Are we on the mar- are we on the ball? Is anything? I don't want to ask who who still hasn't gone into Elul yet because a piece of us that ha- still has not gone into Elul yet. What's that? I'm not sure if I want to know. Correct, because because I don't want to see that maybe I'm not. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, I don't want the answer. I don't want the answer. But once I'm inside, I do want to answer. Meaning, once I accept it upon myself, okay, I'm in the game again. I'm inside. I got my from attack. I'm fully in this Elul thing. Then I want to know. You're right. Before the Shlav, nah, let me... I don't know. I'm still thinking I'm going to Uman, maybe. Right? Whatever it is, I'm keeping... This year, it's, this, this year it's very, very different. This year it's very, very different. Everything's very different. So in order to understand the Perak Tehillim that David Malka Mashiach said, our master of tshuva. We have to learn a Gemara in Shabbos that whoever did the daf did it probably two months ago. So look at this. This is one paragraph in the, the, in the Gemara. It's a, it's a very, very beautiful teur, a beautiful description. I feel very connected to this because this is David HaMelech and Shlomo HaMelech. This is going to show us what David HaMelech was feeling about the Rebona Shleilam. I need you to send me a sign because I know I messed up big time in life. And like we learned two weeks ago, we learned the David Mizmar bevo elav nasananavi when when the prophet Nathan came to him and said to him, "Do you realize what you did with Bacheva? Remember we learned that two weeks ago, right? And the beautiful, heartfelt Tehillim, Khatatil Negdi Tamid, that that parak that came out of there. So the Amar of Yehuda Amar of Ma'idichsiv, what does it mean in Tehillim that we're going to see tonight when David Amelech says, "Aseimi ot letova"? Can you please make a sign for me? Make a sign for me, God, that you I'm forgiven. Rashi says, "What for? What for? What avera? For for the story with Bathsheba." All right, that's what Rashi tells us. I'm sorry, I don't have it here. But Rashi says. That's what he wanted to know. Dafka for that avera, I want to know if I if I did tshuva or not, or if you if you were mekabel my tshuva or not. Ve'iru sonai ve'yevoshu, 
and those that ridiculed me and those that hated me and those that thought that I wasn't fit and proper to be a king, I want that they're going to be embarrassed when they see the sign that you forgave me. Now, that, that's also inside a lot of us, right? I don't just want to know that I'm forgiven. I don't want just a sign. But all those that think that I'm a lowlife, I want them to know that you think that I'm a gavalt. I, I, Ryan? I, I have a hard time with that. The first part of I want to know that I'm forgiven is fine. I can understand that. What, what do I care? What is it in my business whether they think I'm a lowlife or not? Why do I have to stuff them? You don't have to, but you're a human being with an ego. Just like I am and everyone else here too. It's not the way that I... It's not, it's not my, pri, my prime concern. Nor should it be. But it's mainly because of Hashem, not because of David HaMelech. That my enemy should see that you made the right decision, Hashem. Okay? Okay. If it's about you, then it's a bad scene. If it's not about you, then okay, we're, doing, we're, we're going somewhere. Omar David Lifnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Look at this beautiful Gemara, it's so beautiful. Ribono Shalaynam. Mecholi al also avant. Forgive me for that specific sin. God says, you're forgiven. He's not done though. Give me a sign in my life that I'm forgiven. Meaning while I'm still alive. Not, not while you're alive. You're not going to know while you're alive. But I'm going to let it known, be known in the time of your son Shlomo HaMelech that I forgave you. And your son will know and everyone there will know. Let me stop ask a shayla to all of us before we continue in the Gemara. Be honest right now, okay? There's like this, there's no other way. Would anyone be okay with that answer? Because the reason why Everyone that has a mask, which I'm happy about, just talk, talk louder or take it off while you speak. <laughs> then you should debate whether you should talk or not, but he's like, no, okay. <laughs> it's, the love is so... Mokholi, <laughs> mokholi. <laughs> the reason is that it's uh, his ego that wants the uh, sign, then that's not enough for him. But the reason is that he wants the kavod of, of Hashem, the sign for the kavod of Hashem to be, and it should be enough that it's in the time of Shulam. That's the from correct answer, okay? I want you to answer me now. Not that you're not from incorrect, but you know what I mean. Is it okay for you that the Rebbeinu Shleilam says, listen, you're forgiven, but it's not going to be, it won't, it won't look like it. When will it look like it? Adam have Esrim, Achim have Esrim, Gabriel's going to have a shtetl, have a shteller, then. Okay. <laughs> You'd be shocked. Yeah. I mean, that's what we get most of the time. It's like with us. What do you mean? If it's okay, right? When we go ask Hashem for Mokhalas, you don't get that generally. Like, yeah, you're good. You're going to see that you're good. You're good. Like, Why don't we get it? Maybe we're not on that level. Maybe you're not in tune with Him. You don't have a relationship with Him. The way David did. I don't know. But, or maybe uh, because we don't even ask for it. But even if you do, I'm saying, like, you, I, I know, I'm talking for myself. Nothing comes out and says, you know, you're good. Don't worry about it. Just keep dominating and you're good for this year. If we do our best and we move on and we hope. But I've never had an experience where, like, I walked out of your kibber and like, I know I'm good. I know I'm good. Mm. I found myself always thinking of last week's tour, taking the ownership, the mm. ownership level. And I think 
that that can get you to I think it can get you to that feeling of like it's not, we can still be close to Hashem if we take ownership acknowledge what we did and I was I've like been meditating on it all week I'm sure we all have that acknowledgement leads to sensing that Hashem's with us you're, you're not just that you're with us but that, I'm, but that you also forgive me for what I did forgive me because he's our Abba he wants us to take ownership but he loves us so much and it has to be that he's accepting our no, but the question is a little bit. I agree, but the question's a little bit different. The question is, are we really okay if we lived in a reality in a world that it could, it could actually be known? Hey, that's a better way of understanding it. If we lived in some kind of reality that there was some way to ramish, no, through some holy chutzpah, I want you to give me a simon, right? Is that would we be okay with just saying, you know what? It doesn't. You don't even. It doesn't. God says, listen. In your time, it's not going to be revealed. But in your son, but in your son's time, it's going to be revealed. Can, is that even a matzav? It's about legacy. Huh? It's about legacy. So was David Amalek okay with this answer? So we have to continue reading. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue learning inside. If anyone has an extra page for uh, Rabbeinu Yerucham, Jerry, that, that uh, <laughs> Yosef Pinchas. Okay, so how was it known? The Gemara is now going to say. How did it become known in the time of Shlomo HaMelech that David HaMelech was mamish forgiven for the grave sin with Bathsheba? Not that we understand at all what that, what that Avera really, really was, but did, how did Hashem make it known? So he says like this, Kshebana Shlomo at Beit HaMikdash Bikesh Lachnis Aaron Lebeit Kodshe Kodashim when Shlomo HaMelech built the base of Mikdash, he wanted to bring the Aron inside the Kodesh Kodashim. The Kodesh Kodashim, the inner, the most inner chamber in Hashem's dwelling place. Okay? What ended up happening? The gates would not... What's that? What'd you say? Stop. The gates got stuck. Stop. 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 Stuck. No, no, I'm messing with you. The gates were stuck, they went one to another, and they didn't open. Amar Shlomo Isrim ve'arba renanos ve'lo na'ana. Shlomo HaMelech starts going 24 nigunim, okay? 24 praises, nothing. Set list 1 doesn't work, set list 2 doesn't work. Nothing's happening. Patach ve'amar, he's like, you know what, let me try something else. Se'u sh'ayim v'sheichem ve'inasu pitchei olam ve'yavo melech ha'kavod. Ra'atu batrei l'mivloi. Amru miu ze melech ha'kavod. Amar lehu, Hashem yizuz ve'gibor He's trying these psukim, he's trying to, to bring it out, and it's still not working. And the Gemara continues and says, Hashem. Don't turn away the face of your Mashiach, meaning David Malka Mashiach. Remember the chesed of David Amelech, your servant. Miyad na'ana. And then at that moment, the gates opened up immediately. Once he said, in the schus of my Abba, then the gates opened up. Now, interestingly enough, David Amelech, we know, was not privileged to build Beis HaMikdash. Why? Not because of Bathsheba. Because of, because of Uriah, right. Because of the blood, because of dam, right? 
So you'd think that Shlomo Melech's not going to go there. He's going to say, listen, if he wasn't privileged to build the base of English, why should it be that in his chus, the holiest place in the world should open up? But he goes there. And I, and I think this is very good for us. Right, right before we sing Ki Lekach Tov, Shabbos, we should be zeichet to... We should to be together and singing again on Shabbos, all of us. Can I get an amen? amen. Um, so... Maybe it'd be really good to have in mind, like, you know, to really have David Malka Meshich on our thoughts. Ba'avur David Avdecha Al Tashev Pnei Meshichecha And only then go into Kila Kachtov, right? Because that's what the Gemara is saying. That's what Shlomo HaMelech says. And then, gates open. Abba's Chus. Miyad Na'ana Ba'ota Sha'an Nehepchu Kol Pnei Kol Sonei David Keshule Kedera At that moment, everyone saw that Shlomo HaMelech is using the chesed of his father, all of David HaMelech's enemies from the time that he was alive, their faces started turning like dark, burnt. I don't know how many years is between the death of David HaMelech and when this took place, but it seems, based on this Gemara, that until that moment, Shlomo HaMelech was living in a world that all the Chavra thought that his father was really a playboy, a non-holy playboy. And only now, when this happens, that in the schus of David HaMelech, the Kodesh HaKodashim opens up, only then everyone saw, oh, he, he did good, he did tshuva. I'm sorry? They canceled it. <laughs> Okay, so, so, so what, what, what's going on over here? What's going on over here? And there's a lot to say on this. I heard, I heard uh, Rav Weinberger t- teach a nice chunk of this as well. There, there's so many directions to go. But the way that we're going to understand over here right now, Lemaise, for our tshuva right now, is something very simple. You all know the famous next piece of Gemara from Brachos, Makum Shabali Tshuva, Omdim En Tzadikim Gemurim Yecholim Lamod. In a place where Bali Tshuva is standing, Tzadikim Gemurim can't stand. They can't be in the same place. Everyone thinks, everyone learns that to be like a Tzadik, you know, about Tshuva reaching such a high place that even a Tzadik can't reach. We've, we've heard the Kotzke Torah every year about that they can't stand there because it stinks so much. That's why the Tzadik can't stand in the place of Baal Tshuva. But I heard a great deal from Rav Weinberger about this. He says, when we say, we're not talking about a Balachuva necessarily, what, someone that grew up with nothing and then becomes from. Because that's very hard to say. Like, you know, a tzaddik who worked his whole life on serving the Ribbon Shleilam, he can't reach close to a place where a guy that grew up with nothing but had an, a revelation, had an epiphany, becomes from. That's not who we're speaking about. Rav Weinberger said we're speaking about someone that knew about Mitzvah Hashem, that knew about the oneness of God, knows, but knows about the authenticity of the Torah and the Shaykhs of, of, of Kedusha, and he checks out, like almost every single one of us that grew up from, especially in the world, the world we're living in. He's saying that's the Baal Tshuva that the Gemara is speaking about. That guy that thought he was from, thought he knew what Yiddishkeit was, then he checked out, then he came up. That's the Baal Tshuva that, that the Gemara is speaking about. Is Shlomo HaMelech a Baal Tshuva? What do you think? 100%. Huh? 100%. Why? He's all right. He's always being a Shlomo HaMelech. Shlomo HaMelech. 
דבר המלך is the בעל תשובה, שלמה המלך. No, יוסף הצדיק? יהודה? יס. before. No, I'm talking about someone that grew up with Yiddishkeit. Rabbi Akiva didn't grow up with anything. That, that, that's what I meant. That's not, thank you, thanks for clarifying. Doesn't exclusively, just... Correct, correct. But, but it's... Even what I'm saying right now is not lemaisa. It's just to learn a certain shita. Don't don't get me wrong, okay? Uh, Chaim, what'd you say? Who's? Rashbi's grandson. Rashbi's grandson. Rabbi Lazar's son. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. He checked out totally. And he came back. Okay. That's pretty crazy. He didn't check out. He, his sister died. Twelve hours later, he hit a rock. He was he was ticked off. Oh, but even before that, when he was younger, when he left, he left Mitzrayim. He ran away from Paro because he killed he, he killed the Mitzri. He ran out. We don't know what happened to him. There's Midrashim for forty years. He was but based on what right we now. know, based on what we know about him, we probably wouldn't classify him as um, David Hamelech. Would be much more closer to Shlomo Hamelech than David Hamelech. Even if he killed Betach. Absolutely. Did he grow up from? Yeah. Did he grow up from? <laughs> he grew up in Paro's palace. He from, uh, according, to, according to Midrashay Chazal, he was Kodesh Kodesh when he was growing up. Huh? Yeah. He wouldn't, remember, he wouldn't suckle from, he, he was, are you kidding me? He was the firmest of them all. But I, I think the way that I'm presenting the Shiloh is taking us off track because I, I, I want to stay focused on something right now. Who wants to give us a chiddush tonight? Not something we've ever heard. What do you think this means? In a place where 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 tzaddik where tzad, where Baal Tshuva stands, the tzaddik can't stand. Is that assuming that if he went through the temptation, maybe he wouldn't stand through it? Maybe. Don't don't bring the lush of Alter Rebbe into this because we won't have a chance to do anything with it. No, no, really, you won't. We won't have a chance to understand this. No, but it's kind of like uh, Neo in the Matrix, just to use a, a modern muscle. <laughs> that, that's that, already an ancient muscle for example. <laughs> but like he's he's been in it before and now he comes out of it and he knows he has to go back into it and the question is is how how do I relate to it knowing now what I've been shown right what I didn't know before when I was in it and now I'm going back into it again because the Ramah says that's what the Ikra of Tshuva is the exact same situation how do I relate to it am I the same person that I was back then 
course not. I'm much more refined. So how does that relate to this statement? Because the, the now I know who I am. The Baal Tshuva in that in that way is able to go into that space, and he is not affected in the same way that originally it was it was problematic for him. Okay. So for example, you know, as a nightclub promoter, right? You know, and this without going into details, okay. Um, I can go into the same situation and it's just I don't want to be there and, and because of that dafka it doesn't 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 grab at me the same way but it's tzaddik a tzaddik a tzaddik wouldn't be there in the first place question what did you have to do what kind of what kind of access in your heart did you have to do in order to make sure okay, good. that you that you don't want to go to that place well, first of all, I think it takes going beyond your head. You have to go beyond knowing. And that brings us to what we're talking about here. Because I want a sign. I want to know. When no matter how much we know, we're never going to know it. This was Adma Rishon's main, main chet too. Was that he wanted to know. Who doesn't want to know? We all want to put God into our minds on whatever level it is. To have that validation. To have that security. But it's only when we let go of that that we can step into it. And that requires us to trust that that the legacy will bring it forth. The legacy will show us the MS. And that only comes after the fact. It can't be while we're still able to conceive of it or perceive of it. Okay. Here he's being told that, he's gonna, his, his kids are going to get it. That's like the highest level. What do we want more than that is, kids to get it? But you yeah. still can't know for sure. No, he, he's, Hashem, tells Hashem, him, told Hashem told him. Hashem told him. Your kids will know. Like, Hashem told him if, your kids I, will know. If I was told my kids will know, like, it's all good. That's more than enough for me. He told him, you're, you're forgiven. The world will not know about this until your son's lifetime. He was told. So I'm, it sounds very sweet to me. I think that. I, it, so, it sounds very, very sweet. We're not, but I, what, I, what I'm getting to is... Absolutely. Because why? If I'm told... He actually brought the Tanya now in a way that we could under that, that it does them over here. Um, if you're told you're good, a tzaddik says, a tzaddik's not, you know, tzaddik doesn't stand in that place. It's not their bag. About Shuva, which is who most of us are, we're, we're, we're tuning into it from another place. But what I'm trying to get to is Dafka, a different Shita. But I want to first learn three more lines in, in a different Gemara to understand how we're going to learn it out tonight. Okay? Now look at this next Gemara in Chagiga. This is the beginning of Chagiga. This is a very beautiful, beautiful piece of Gemara. It says, Bamistarim Tivke Nafshi. Does anyone know who's speaking here? Bamistarim tifke nafshi in the how do you say mistarim in the hidden places in the hidden places my soul weeps so the Gemara says it's actually referring to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. God is saying in the hidden places my soul weeps Amar Rav Shmuel Bar Ine Mishmei Mishmei Derav Makom Yeshlo Lakadosh Baruch God has a certain place and it's called Umistarim Shmo it's called the hidden places. What does that mean? What are we talking about? God, God cries? 
God cries. We actually learn out something differently. There's no sadness before God. What's, what's, if, if, if you want to say that God has a makom, if you want to say anything like that, that God has an actual space, what, what do we usually think is by the space of God? A breast liver jumping on a van, not not uh, not someone crying in a in a backyard. Oz vehada, right? Hod vehada, oz vechedva, strength and happiness. That's what that's what the Gemara says is that's what's considered God's place. But this is so. This is the dagger. Listen to this, Chaver. Lo kashia. No, don't worry. It's not a problem. Why? Ha bebase gavai ha oy. Sorry. Thank you. What's the difference? No, no, no. There's an inner chamber of God and there's an outer chamber of God in this makom. Now listen to this. What's in the outer chamber? What's the outer chamber? Simcha is on the outside. Lev Nishbar, broken heart, is in the inner chamber of the Rebona Okay? Now we usually... Don't talk about this because it's something that we're not so accustomed to, but what did the Gemara just tell us? Something insane. You want to be inside the inner, inner chamber of God, you have to be broken over this world. You have to be broken over other people's pain. You also have to know how to be besimcha, no doubt. But inside of the inside, what's in the inside of the inside? Brokenness over the fact that people are suffering and that people mess up and that people keep on doing the same shtuyot every single year. And now I'm not going to say not just people, but ourselves as well. And you have to be heartbroken over it. That's in the inside. And the outside, oz sasan v'simcha, on the outside. But on the inside, you see, I, for whatever, you know, I'm sure you feel like this the same way. I've never been able to connect to a soul master that always looked to me that he was so happy. I needed someone that had the blues. I still do, right? I still do. I, need, I can only, like, you know, Shalom's yard site last week. One time he dropped me off at the airport. I dropped him off at the airport in LA. And I said, this is like 1999, and I said to him, or 2000, I said to him, you know that when you don't smile, it's like the most torturous, it's the scariest thing in the world. Like when he didn't smile, it, it, things looked like something bad was about to happen or that something bad really happened, right? No? You could attest to this, no? And, I would all, and he said to me, you know, people always say that, that comment to me and they say, why don't you smile more? And he said to me, what, what is there so much to smile about? And he was saying it so seriously, right? But when he smiled, Oz v'chedom komo. But because that's a person that was in touch with people's pain all the time, there is a place of like, listen, Lev Nishbar, this is what it is. My heart's broken. Reb Nachman has a whole tire on this. Zivche Elokim Ruach Nishbara, right? What's the real Zevach of Elokim? What's the real, real korban you bring before the Rebbe That you show up like a broken spirit. God doesn't want you to be a puppet that's like, I'm so v'simcha, now I'm coming forward. It's not like that. God knows anyway what you're feeling. So now listen to this. Are okay? Saying, specifically in this time period, these feelings 
Always. Every day. Always, but especially in this time period. Because we're all building up towards a peak. And that peak is Yom Kippur. Nachon? What happened on Yom Kippur? What happens on Yom Kippur? Who goes where? The Kohen Gadol goes into the Kodesh Kodashim. What is the Kohen Gadol busy doing in the Kodesh Kodashim? Huh? What does he have to be tuned into in order to bring the Tikkun for everyone? He has to be in tune with people's pain over what they went through, over what they've been doing. The Kohen Gadol was most attuned at, he was attuned, he was a, like a niggun. He knew, he knew, he felt, he sensed people's remorse. He sensed people's pain. He had to go into the Kodesh Kodashim. Because in that place, you don't just go besimcha to bring down kapara. You have to go in there with, re, with real bamistarim tifkenafshi in the inner chamber. That's what happens there. The Kohen Gadol doesn't go inside. That's only when he leaves, right? Emes man nehedar haya kohen gadol bet seito mi bet kodesh kodeshim, right? But when he's inside, oh my God! When he's inside, that moment he's inside, and you know what's amazing about nusach and and, I, and everyone should be makbed on this wherever they are. Nusach, right? Nusach is so holy. I speak about this all the time about major and minor, and we laugh about it, but really. That song, Emet Ma Nehedar. So that's in what? Major, right? Now, I want to sing for you the Nusach of when the Kohen Agadol is inside. He's not out, okay? So major doesn't really break your heart. Sometimes they do, right? But it's uh, inside, right? So a number of years ago, I was chazen in, uh, in Mayanot in Yerushalayim by Rabbi Gestetner for a few years. It was some of the highest ones because of the, the Baal Tefillah, the other Baal Tefillah that did Shachris, which he ripped my heart open forever. That's my dear friend Asi, Rabbi Asi Spiegel. And um, he could sense that I wasn't so familiar with Lubavitch Nusach, which I wasn't. It was the first time I was diving Lubavitch's shul for Yantiv. So after Rosh Hashanah, he said, look, everything was beautiful, but I just have a request for Yom Kippur. You have to, there's something you have to learn, because by us in Lubavitch, this is like Yehare Gubal Yavor. You cannot get through Yom Kippur without the following Nusach. And he sends me a, a, a recording of an old Lubavitcher Chassid singing this Nusach. And every year, Erev Yom Kippur, I put this on again in the office and I lose it. I lose it. But listen to the Nusach. And we, we, we've done it by us, so you might recognize it. Tell me if you recognize it. How does it start? Now listen to the change. Did you catch that? Did you hear that, everybody? Again. We're still holding on to the major, but 
Now we transition into the minor. And that this nigga just this this makes you feel the pain of every single year. Again, you She can see this this back and forth, this back and forth of like, yeah, what a schus this is, but givat Hashem. Like, thank you, thank you for the schus to go and ask Kapara, but if I don't go in there and, and think of my chaverim and the pain they've been through and people's parnasa problems and shalom bayis and health and divorces, Hashem Yirachem, if I don't cry over that, I can't ask Hashem to please, to please, I can't do that. So we see that inside, inside, that place is only for someone that can taste how bitter a Jew feels after they sin. That place, inside, only David HaMelech can open the gates for that place so the Aram could go inside, like we learned earlier. Shlomo HaMelech couldn't, he was singing Ligunim, he had his own thing, and his own, he couldn't open those gates. For that inside place, only David HaMelech, only David Malka Mashiach, only his broken heart, like we see over and over again in Tehillim, only that place can open it. So part of, part of this whole Mahalach was something brought down by Rabbi Yonason Eibeshitz, and he says that, you know, Tzadikim, Tzadikim, Uvechein Tzadikim, Yiru Ve'ismachu, Yisharim Ya'alozo, Chasidim Berina Yagilu, right? He says that Tzadikim, their whole Mahalach of Avodat Hashem, is really besimcha. Whose mahalach of, of avodat Hashem, of serving God, has this place of proper atzvus, proper heartbrokenness? That's the Baal Tshuva. That's the Baal Tshuva. It's not necessarily one or the other. That's important to understand also. It's not one or the other, because you can have tzaddikim that can taste the pain of every single Jew. I've shared with you so many times about my personal experience with the Amshinova Rebbe, when I told, when I whispered into his ear a painful thing, the Amshinova Rebbe, the Amshinova Rebbe in Bait Vagan. For one minute, I whispered into his ear something while I was waiting online, and his Gabay and Chassidim wanted to throw me out the window because I was, I didn't just take the banana and move on. Like I was waiting online for the Luchai. You know, the Amshinova Rebbe looks in you in the eyes and he says, Luchayim. Toivim. You feel like it's eternity when he says that to you. Because he, he's in the one. Then when he hears that someone has gone through pain, 
he jolted backwards. I'm not exaggerating. He jumped backwards. Because he knew that if a Yidla is telling him what's happening to him inside, how he's broken, he's not meant to just be like, I'll be healthy and not really let it get to me and move on. A Rebbe has to take it on. If Yaakov Meir hasn't seen, hasn't gone through hell and back, you know, if you open up Rav Yaakov Meir's Svarim, you see in there, this is very, very heartbreaking. I just want to say, Jerry, it's, it's really your schus. I just have to put it in the place because you're the first one that brought me one of his Svarim. And inside there, there's all these Hakdashot in memory of people with the last name Shechter. The only thing that doesn't add up is that it's people that were younger than him that died. And you look deep inside and you read a bit more. He buried his own son and daughter. And another daughter, we all know, she has health service. He would schlep her up in a wheelchair, up and down those stairs. Remember we went to Rav Yaakov Meir, those stairs in that building, up and down those flights. Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter. So, but you see him, ah, right? You see those videos of him like this, right? So if Yaakov Merv, he's, he, he knows how to, how to be both. It's not one or the other. And it's not necessarily sadness either. It's tasting someone's pain. If Shlomo has a long Torah in Parshat Vayigash, based on the base Yaakov about Yehuda. Yehuda is the Baal Tshuva. He's David Amelov's grandfather. And about Yosef, who is the Tzaddik. According to the Zara Kadosh, Miketz and Vayigash was really one long Parsha. But Chazal decided to divide it up into two. Why? Because Miketz is a whole parsha about the Kedusha of the Tzaddik, of Yosef. Vayigash is a whole parsha about the Kedusha of the Baal Tshuva, about Yehuda. But Rabbi Shlomo said Yosef is called the Tzaddik Yesod Olam because somehow Yosef at Tzaddik was able to taste how bitter the soul feels when it transgresses without actually transgressing. That's the highest level. That I taste how dark it feels to feel like God's not, like God turned his face to me without actually having done anything in order to cause God's face to turn away from me. That's the ultimate. That's a tzaddik that is, that is living the feelings of a Baal Tshuva. A Baal Tshuva can't really do that by the way around. Right? A Baal Tshuva can't be like, I am now going to taste what it feels like to never sin. It doesn't work. The tzaddik. So the point of this teaching is that when David HaMelech says, please let me know that you forgive me, and Hashem says to him, I'll give you an ot. I'll give you an ot. Because after David HaMelech sinned with Bacheva, you know what he felt like? He felt like God turned his face away from him. Now, I don't think that we need to chas v'shalom do like stuff with Ashes ish in order to feel that God turns his face away from us there are plenty of other stuff we've done that we have felt that Hashem you, you turned your face away from me I spoke Lashon Hara I embarrassed another Jew I embarrassed another non-Jew I, I completely belittled the covet of my wife I made my children feel small in my presence you name it whatever it is Whatever it is, I bashed another group of Jews. Those are things that, I, when you get a little taste of, of, of the Baal Tshuva, you're like, you feel, you feel like God turned His face. 
So after you feel like God turns you his face, you want a simon that his face is turned back to you. That's what happened to David HaMelech. So, yeah. But once you turn your face back, sometimes you feel like God's saying, like the Tanya says, okay, Yenika Sacharaim, you'll get it from the back. You're not going to get it from the front. You're going to get it from the back. So this Perak now, have we gone to the Perak Tehillim? Okay. This was all just so that we can, we can really dive in out this Perak Tehillim. And again, if you don't mind, Again, I didn't bring my pencils, but I want you guys to make mental notes of a few words that you're going to basically jump, o- jump on and repeat over and over again. Okay. Tfilah <laughs> So here, David HaMelech is saying, I know it looks like you're listening to everybody else, but now I need you to listen. Now listen to me. I'm willing to be vulnerable. I'm willing to go there. I'm willing to own, Itamar. I'm willing to take ownership. Okay, I'm willing to take ownership. That's why I have the chutzpah to say, Tilt, tilt your ear to me. Shamra nafshi kichasid ani I have, I have absolutely no intention of going anywhere but sitting right here, standing right here, until we get this straight. Not leaving this business meeting until I know how we're moving forward. Listen. Shemiz Barach, I'm, I'm basically calling out to you all day long. I'm not leaving this place. Even though it might seem like I you know, only come sometimes to visit, but I'm not going anywhere. So please bring some simcha to the nefesh of your evid. How are you going to bring me simcha? Make me feel like you're tilting your ear to me. Make me feel like you're turning your face to me. Ki Please listen to my tefillah and listen deep to the voice of my tachanunim that even if this is so important David HaMelech is saying even if I mess up with the words Hashem Yisbarach, pay attention to the tone of voice because in there, there's no messing up. In the tone of my voice, in the cracking, in the crackles of my meitarei akul, in my heartbroken tone, maybe my words that are coming out are not what, what need to be said. It's not gonna, it's not gonna win, whatever that means. But you could hear my heartbreak, the way I'm calling out to you, crying to you, and then you'll hear it. Now let me ask you, Ashayla, if you met, if you knew someone that, God forbid, just went over the avera of Ashes Ish. And then you saw them a few days later saying, God, don't turn your head away from me. Please be with me. I'm not leaving here until you start talking to me. 
What would you think about a person like that? Huh? What would you think about a person like that? Inside, don't... Huh? You're full of it. Who in the world do you think you are? You just did the, one of the gravest sins in the world that you're supposed to be shafted for. Now you're telling God, listen, I'm feeling the pain. Don't turn, don't turn your face away from me. And this is what's happening over here. nowhere else to go. Hashem is Barach Horeini. Show me, pay for me the path, your path. Ahalech ba'amitecha. I want to walk in your emes. Ahalech ba'amitecha. I want to stop fooling myself. Because as much as I thought I was on the right path a second ago, as much as I thought I was in tune with Emes, it ena- I still live in a Metzius that enabled me to fall into such an Avera, into such a sin. Last night at the Chupa, I told the, the Chassan and the Kala a story I heard just like a few days ago, that there was a big tzaddik, Reb Uri Strelis Sikker. And right after his Chupa, he ran to the base medrash and no one could find him until someone said I have a feeling he might be there so they chopped him immediately and they said what's wrong with you you, you, you didn't even go to the to, to the to the to this what, what are you what's going on he said didn't you hear what I heard when the person read the ksuba I said I think so you gotta take care of your wife yeah I do bekushta Kushta in Aramaic means emes. Do I think I know what emes is? She deserves emes. I'm not going to wait another second to learn more about emes right now, for the sake of my of fulfilling my obligations of the ksuba. So I told the chasm last night, don't get any ideas. It's just a chasidish tale. But the emes, like that, that is what halach ba'amitecha. I've come up with all the self justifications for my shtuyot. And it still led me back to falling in the same areas year after year. Hashem, ahalech ba'amitecha. I want to walk in your emes. Yachad levavi lirachmecha. Make my heart one to fear your name. Aitcha adinai lehai b'chol levavi. I want my whole heart to be filled with praise for you. Ba'chabdashim chale oilam ki chas dechagadol alayim. You saved me from reaching the abyss of hell, Sheol Tachtis, the lowest place in the world. People are done with me, they're sick of me, they want me out. 
ואתו עדינו, ילכו וחנון, ערך אפיים ורב חסד ואמס. So since God, I know one thing about you. I know that as much as you, you deal with the world with truth and everything is truth, compassion and rachmim is also part of your truth. And therefore, from that place of holy chutzpah, I'm going to ask for the next following thing. Turn your face back to me and redeem me. My face has been turned away. It's true, David Yushra. My face has been turned away. But now that I brought my face back, I, see like it, I feel like it's like that. And now you see, the whole Torah we learned tonight is the bottom Pasuk. So that's the Gemara that we saw. David HaMelech says, make for me a sign. This is after, he knows it's going to be okay, but David HaMelech says, make for me a sign. Now I think I want to say like this, why did he say I want a sign? The sign is just Pnei Elai V'choneni, right? Pnei Elai V'choneni. Before I deal with the way the world thinks about this, for me and you, Ani Vahu Oshiana, like turn to me so that I know, and that my Talmidim know, and my Talmidim Talmidim know, that my students know, that it's possible to keep the conversation going even after I've reached Sheol Tachtit, even after I've reached the lowest place in hell, it's actually still possible to have a conversation going. This is the master of tshuva. But you have to be so heartbroken in the deepest way in order to bring about this place of, 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 of oneness with Hashem. And that's why Shlomo HaMelech couldn't open those chambers because he never went through this. Yeah, he did what said there. Of course, Shlomo HaMelech also had his stuff, but it wasn't this stuff. That's not, that wasn't his bag. His thing was more melucha. Shlomo, Shleimus im Hashem, it's more Simcha. It's more, but inside, 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 only the master of Tshuva, the master of Nigunim. Like we said last week, the Baal Shem's Torah about Hashem, you know, give us Mechila because you realize that if it wasn't for our Averas, we wouldn't have come up with such Gevadaga, heartbreaking Nigunim. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, right? So just in the schut of the deep Nigunim that we have, that should be enough for Hashem to open up those gates. So I, I give us all a bracha to continue to find ourselves in the words of David HaMelech, the master of tshuva, and to be able how to know to feel someone else's pain. Some student called me up earlier today and said that they were uh, going through a heavy, heavy battle with something that made them feel very, very in pain. But then they heard the Torah that, you know, that the real tzaddikim always feel what we're going through. And Hashem is Barach, forget about the real tzaddikim, Hashem is Barach says, Imo anochi I'm with the person when they feel like garbage, even if it's their fault that they feel like garbage. God first says, I'm with you. Then he says, let's deal with it. But first God says, I'm with you. Who brought this out to the world? Yehuda, his great-grandson, David Malka Mashiach, and this will be Mashiach's, uh, Mashiach's greatest revelation, Bezrat Hashem.
Okay, let's sing, let's sing a little bit more, and then uh, if anyone has anything just yashar to share, something straight, not straight, but something to the point, and then we'll dive in Marev. Oh, 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 oh,
Thank you for coming. Reverend, any final words? Yeah, yeah he knows. No. <laughs> yeah.